second. Yeah, 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 I'm coming. Hold on. Ron? What are you doing here? There's something I need to tell you. Are we alone? Quick, grab anything you can. We gotta go. Is there a back door? They're coming. They're coming. Oh god, they're here. Go. Damn this wicked planet. Welcome to the Wicked Planet Podcast, episode 58. We are coming at you once again from the haunted garage in an undisclosed location known to nobody on planet Earth but myself and Ron. Tonight, a very intriguing topic. But before we get to all that, you know him as Ron from New England. Others know him as the Loose Goose. Some know him as the Cornhole Master. But his friends and family know him best as the man that originally coined the term Squealack Pig. <laughs> She's got a pretty mouth. Ron, what's going on? I'm not absolutely sure if I coined that term. I'm pretty sure you are. But she did have a pretty mouth. Well, I mean, in this this room of junk we're in, I'm pretty sure the patent's laying around. Oh, my God. For that term. I found it. All right. So what Buckley's referring to is the studio is in... Kind of massive disarray at the moment. As all you listeners know, we've been revamping the studio. The last two days, I've been taking a little time in the morning. I've been coming in a little early and trying to do some cleaning. And boy, oh boy. So early for you is like 12 o'clock. No, as soon as the kid gets on the bus. Ah. Hard worker, this one. Yeah. So, uh, but it's looking better, right? Yes and no. Well, you know what I mean. Yes, because it is visible that you've removed a lot of shit out of here. <laughs> no, because a lot of shit that was in that corner is now kind of spread out. But it does, from first seeing it when I first came here, a while, like a, over a year ago, there's definitely, you, you did a lot of work, you moved a lot of stuff out. So yeah. it is looking a lot more clear. Well, you know how, like, when you're in business, you're supposed to keep paperwork for so many years? Yeah, like seven years or something. I think it's changed to five. I'll have oh. to ask my... Uh, I think medical and, and stuff like that is seven. Yeah, I'll have to ask uh, my guy on that. But but anyway, so I have this filing cabinet that we want to move out of here because we don't... I don't think we need it, do we? Do we need it for anything? Us? Yeah. I mean, 
Maybe. Do you think? Like, where are you going to put my uh, my contract and all my all the scripts for the weekly shows that we have produced? Well, you know, I was wondering if we were going to keep the filing cabinet, but as long as we can tuck it somewheres, anyways, it might come in handy, honestly. Yeah. No. No. I think you're right. But it was so full of annual reports, card payments, anything business related, like pictures of naked chicks. No. Folder. Playboy mags from the 80s. Nope. Girls with huge bushes. <laughs> folder after folder after folder of paperwork. And I'm thinking, I'm looking at the dates on it, went all the way back to 2007. Ho! So I think I could safely get rid of those now. That's a while. It just was crazy. And then what, I'm, 15 and then years? I'm, Did I do the math right? Yeah, mm, eh, close enough. Close enough. Yeah. So, but I'm going through stuff and I'm like, oh my God, I am such a pack rat. I gotta, I gotta get rid of this stuff. And you know what? Remember we talked about it in an episode. I think when Nikki, our therapist, the show therapist was on. Oh, right, right, right. We talked about decluttering. Yeah. And it's just, it it feels amazing. I mean, one of those, I mean, it's always something for me that I like to try to just try to push on people. You don't have to do it, but like. If you have a lot of shit in your house or wherever, workspace or whatever, you know, getting rid of that stuff, especially if it's stuff you don't use at all. And you don't need it anymore. And you don't need yeah. it. Like, get rid of it. Yeah. So so that was a big thing for me. I'm finding stuff. And I am, I am, my wife calls me a hoarder, but I'm not a hoarder. I'm a pack rat. No. So, uh, so I just went through all this stuff and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Gotta go. Tomorrow is dump day and we'll be doing more than one trip. And it's been a little cool up here at the Haunted Garage this last week, right? It's, it's uh, well, it's springtime in New England, which means it's winter 2.0. Yeah, it's like cool and warm, but a mix of both of those things. And windy. And windy. Yeah. That's the big thing. So, like, you can have a warm day where it's sunny, but then if it's really windy, it's actually kind of cold yeah. and chilly. Yeah, so so uh, so you know we heat here with a big wood furnace. Mm. The wood furnace has been pretty busy last couple of days. You've been dumping trash in there. No, well, what we do is we shred up the paper and yeah, then we yeah, just right. burn it. Hey, why not? Yeah, why why take it to the, the transfer station, right? Yeah. So uh, so, anyways, yeah. But I'm kind of excited. It's getting that much closer to uh, to where we want it to be. I mean, really, I mean, it's getting closer. Right. So uh, it's just, it's very liberating. Everybody, if you're a hoarder or if you're a uh, pack rat like myself, do yourself a favor for your mental well-being, right? Just get rid of that shit. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. And then I found a bunch of stuff I was looking for, like paperwork. I was looking for some car titles Yeah, that I couldn't find. And remember I told you I was looking for my birth certificate, but I found that a couple weeks ago when I first started cleaning. Yeah. So I found everything that was really like on my mind that was missing. Right. So I found that, uh, gave Agent J a bunch of stuff. <laughs> so it was like Christmas Chris, Christmas in April for Agent J. So he was pretty excited because he was helping me because he's the muscle. Yeah. He's like your your, your go-to. Yeah. So uh, so anyways, yes. Yeah, so he's, he's like an assistant almost. Yeah. So he moved out like old computer monitors that we don't use anymore. You know, the old uh, CRT type, uh, the great big huge ones. And uh, took out the old AC unit because we have uh, one that we recycled from my house because we're putting some different setups in. 
and we're going to put that in here. With some air able, filtration, right? And we have an air machine. That'll that we, be nice. Yeah, we have an air filtering machine, a HEPA, HEPA machine that's coming down. Yeah. And we're going to just do a little paint work, and we're going to hang some cool stuff up. We're going to put some flare up, like yeah. some cool, I don't know, signs, posters, maybe stickers, murals, you know, nudes, nude paintings of myself some and Ron. Some maybe. I will be printing out some of my OnlyFans content, and we'll be putting that up, too, yeah. as well. Yeah. So it's going to look nice. But I will say about clutter, think about this, right? Well, for some people, maybe this isn't everyone, but for me... Maybe it Ron too. Like my mind is always going. I don't know if this is similar for you. Like it is, but it's on different things. No matter. Yeah, right. But no matter what I'm doing, unless I'm like seriously engaged with somebody, um, if I'm just like doing whatever, my mind is going. I'm like thinking about stuff. I'm like kind of processing stuff. I'm critically thinking about things. Just it, it feels like it's nonstop, right? So your your brain is kind of my brain at least is always seems to be going, and you know think about if you have a lot of stuff right in your environment that's just clutter or junk that you don't use, right? And if you have your brain that's constantly going and thinking about all the stuff, but then you're also visually seeing all this clutter and stuff. That's like in your eyeline or in your sight or in your daily environment. So think about that combination and how maybe negatively that could affect you or just, you know, possibly overwhelm you subconsciously and you don't even know. Subconsciously, for sure. Right. And you don't even know. Just having a pile of junk or stuff you haven't used in two years. It could subconsciously be doing things to you that you don't even know about. Just think about it. All I know is on top I'm, of all those thoughts. All I know is I'm pretty happy with the progress. Uh, got a lot on my plate the next couple of days here, but I'm thinking tomorrow morning. We'll, uh, I got that big sign, that lighted sign that we're going to turn into a Wicked Planet sign, Haunted Garage sign. Turn into a Beirut table. Oh, I don't think it's big enough for that. <laughs> Probably not. But anyways, uh, but it's a cool sign. So yeah. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna take off whatever face is on it now. That's an auto parts sign, but I can't say the brand. And we're going to take that off, and I'm going to get a big piece of plexi. And I'm just going to do a little smoke paint job to the back side of it. And I'm going to get some decals that's going to say Haunted Garage and uh, Wicked Planet on it. And uh, and I'm going to hang it up on the outside of the building. I don't know, just for a lighted sign. It'd be kind of cool, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be sweet. So, yeah. uh, so how was your week, Ron? Did you do anything? Any anything that sticks out that you need to tell people about? Not really. I mean, no. we had good progress on the home project this last weekend. The deck, the party, the party scene area. Yeah, where the pool's gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little shout out to my buddy Mike and my buddy Rick who come down with the backhoe and the little excavator, and we were digging down. Of course, we're in New England, and we're actually the town we're in is called the gravel capital of New England. Like Boston Sand and Gravel owns a lot up here. Okay. And another big company from Massachusetts uh, just bought out the local owner of the biggest uh, uh, gravel yard down here, which is literally like, well, I don't know, a thousand acres. It's huge. So anyways, uh, and then uh, what happened was right down to town here, there's a river. And originally that, that is what's left of the glacier that came down through here. One of my customers worked for the USGS, the United States Geological Survey. 
And he told me why why this town has so much gravel. Glaciers be- are fucking cool. Is because a glacier came right down through here. Yeah. Well, we have granite. This is called the granite state, right? So when you find a rock in the ground, it's either going to be, it's 90% of the time it's granite. The other time it's uh, like little chunks of marble maybe and quartz. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of quartz here, and everybody. Oh knows yeah, there's there's a lot of quartz here. Quartz has like some what is it, piezoelectric thing going on with it? Yeah, well, quartz are similar. Well, I I don't know if they're the same, but it's definitely similar in like structure to a crystal. I don't know if quartz and a crystal are like the same. I believe they are. Okay, then yeah. like crystals, you know, they are are known to have like sort of this energy to them, whether it's like harnessing energy or just having energy and giving it out. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, crystals for sure. Well, you take some high aligned watches and it'll say uh, quartz crystal. Yeah. Or, or it's powered. There's a little quartz thing of, I don't know how they do this, but it actually powers the watch. Yeah. So, I mean, so there's, so there's a, some type of electric, uh, element, or as Buckley would say, components. Component, a component. I just made two dollars. Two quarts. So, so but I, we but we have a lot of it here. So I, for me, I I get weird with crystals because of that reason, and I always have since uh, like high school, middle school. It's just like when I hold them, they kind of make me feel weird, or I can like feel something out of them. So I tend, I tend not to like to hold them for too long or interact with them. And that's just been me for a while. I'm not saying like, oh my god, some blah blah blah. I'm special. That's just how I've always been. Um, but they. Well, you're you're your mom's special little boy. I am very special. I can run very far, and mama's chocolates taste good. I'm gonna go start shrimp boating. What? Shrimp boat, and I'm going to star shrimp boat. Anyways. Anyways, hey, have you ever heard of the red granite? Red granite. I think it's red granite. Oh, yeah, this red granite. Like out in Vermont. That's where a lot of that stuff comes from. And you know what town? Because my, ah. li- my sister lives there. Hold on, hold on. Is it by a college? Mm, well, it could be. Vermont's full of colleges. What What town? Barry, Vermont. Barry, I should. And known the that. town right next door that's actually called Graniteville. Nice. Yeah. So uh, used to go to Barry quite a bit uh, growing up. Haven't seen my sister. Like I talked to her, but I haven't seen her in quite a few years now. But I uh, need to get up there and visit with her. It's beautiful up there. They have this cemetery. I want to say it's called the Hope Cemetery in Barry, Vermont. That uh, is. Absolutely, probably one of the most beautiful uh, cemeteries, like in all of New England. Hey, New England as a whole. I mean, Connecticut gets a little funky. So does Mass. Even parts of New Hampshire and Maine. But overall, New England's like very beautiful states. Oh yeah, oh, all yeah. of them. All right. So, so uh, the thing what's unique about Barry is that's where all the Italian stonemasons and. Uh, sculpture makers and artisans that worked with stone yeah that that's why barry like like when you want to get like a really really intricate gravestone made like that's that's where you would go like to get it i mean i know they do it here because granite's big here obviously but uh when you drive through hope cemetery i mean it's just my when i was a kid my brother-in-law took me up there and he happens to be italian also his and, and when he was younger he worked in the quarries 
Ooh. And uh, uh, but he's a very that's well, got to be a tough job. Very well known uh, meat cutter up there now. Working in a quarry has got to be rough. Oh yeah, he was a polisher. So uh, he took me. He took me to the quarry, and they call them sheds. He took me to the shed one day, and he showed me what he did. Was they would have this big, massive piece of granite that would be, uh, I don't know, ten feet by ten feet, or something like that, or maybe even bigger. Yeah. And he would sit on this machine that had this long arm and had a polisher on it, and he would sit on this machine and he would just polish the rock. You know, it was all <laughs> it was all automatic, but they would make gr- that rock. Smooth as glass. Yeah. And then they would take that. And I remember the piece he was working on at the time. It was black granite, which if I ever have a gravestone, it's going to be black granite. Uh, but yeah, no, red granite. They have that up there. Like, I don't know if we have red granite in New Hampshire, but I but I know they definitely have it's it. It's in Vermont. I they think definitely have it in Vermont. I yeah. want to say because I spent a while in Vermont. I lived there when I was in school and stuff. And I want to say it's it's particular to Vermont alone. I, yeah, I think I'm pretty right. sure that's like. The only place you can find it, but um, yeah, 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 quarries. Uh, did you? Hey, you, you did you ever go to the Concord quarries? What down here in town? Yeah, well, down here in town, I don't really know. I, I only went there a couple of times, like to swim. Oh, up to up to the swim, yeah. Like, yeah. and you could jump off. Yeah, up behind the prison. Yeah, yeah. You went there? Oh, I used to party up there. Did you ever jump I off the... I never swam in the quarries, no. No, you never jumped off the huge No, fucking... but I've watched people do it. I did it. That's insane. I did it. And it's... Oh. That's like... They call it... Excuse my French. But nowadays, they call it the cunt. That's the big jump. Really? That's what it was called. That's what I know it as. I didn't come up with the name. So don't tell me. But... Or don't, don't get mad at me. But the first time I went there... I was way too drunk. My friends were like, no, you're not jumping off the big thing because you're wasted. And I was like, all right, I'll listen to my friends. Next time I went there, I actually did it. You know, I've heard it's 60 feet. I've heard other people say it's like 55. But all I know is that this jump. It's a big drop. It's it's a jump where you have time to think about actually falling Uh as you're falling. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like you're going to how you're going to land in the water. Right, and it's not like you can just, it's not like you jump and then you're in the water. It's like you're jumping and you're kind of like, oh, shit, oh, fuck, I'm falling, oh, fuck, hit the water. But, yeah, it's fun, but also a little scary. And you do have to, you have to be cognizant of how you're going to land because you can't have your toes up. Oh, no. Because you'll smash them. You can't have your arms out because you'll fuck up. You have to try and uh, go straight in. What is the term for that? What? When you put your legs out straight and you point your feet and you keep your arms to your side. Oh, the pencil dive. That's what it is? Yes. That's not the triple Lindy. Could be. <laughs> but also you got to try and keep your you got to try and keep your um, your mouth your, shut. Your chin tucked. Yeah. Cuz I actually had a friend who jumped off and he chipped like three of his teeth oh, because he didn't keep his mouth shut. I can actually feel uh, that. Other people break their toes. I had a friend that uh, didn't pull his arms in and he had these huge bruises from like his like a top of his forearm or bottom of his underside of his forearm like up to his armpit. So crazy stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, if I remember right, there's four quarries up there, but one of them is the swimming one. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I've been to. But uh, but anyway, now you're talking. Last time I was up there, quarries was high school times. Yeah, so, I mean, it hasn't. It's been. So you're probably, talking late 70s for me, early 80s. Yeah, it's been yeah. over a decade for me. 
Okay, so where the story was going when we were getting on a subject of granite. Oh, right. Which I absolutely love granite. Uh, everything up here in New England's made out of granite. You go to other, you go to other states, all the curbings made out of concrete. All this is made out of concrete. Uh, your posts for your gates are made out of concrete. Not here. Everything is granite. Literally everything is granite. Yeah. So e- even even along the side the highways, it's granite. It's no concrete. So uh, so we we had to dig down a little bit uh, where the pool's going to go. Uh, and, it's, and then, listen, it's just an above-ground pool. It's like a rectangular soft pool. It's not talking big money pool. I don't have big money for pool. But you still have to do the groundwork, right? So and it's got to be nice and level. And you have to use stone dust, which is basically uh, fine granite. Basically, is what it is, like granite dust. And uh, and you compact it, and then you level, you know, level it and compact it, and you put your pool on top of it. But you have to dig down like four or five inches, and then fill that back up to level, and then compact it, and then you're cool to put your pool on it because you can't have any rocks or anything like that, right? So we had these couple of little rocks that were sticking up. So my buddy Mike's in his little excavator, and he's digging and digging and digging. We took out two rocks, no joke. Half the size of a Volkswagen, like a Volkswagen Beetle. Damn. Or almost the size of a Volkswagen. It took two machines to muckle onto it at the same time to roll it up out of the hole. And it was always sticking out of the ground like six inches, seven inches. Right. And I'm like thinking to myself, boy, I hope that's not ledge. And when we say ledge, like ledge is what you would, that would be a quarry. Mm -hmm. Like that's just like 30 or 40 feet thick. Of solid granite. Yeah. Right? Uh, luckily, it wasn't ledge. I was so happy when he when he was digging on it. You could see it move. And I'm like, oh, my God. What a sense of relief. So you think that's from glaciers or you know it's from glaciers? No, it's from glaciers. Okay. Because, yeah. you know, I've spent a lot of time in the woods just for whatever reason, hiking, doing whatever. And uh, sometimes you'll come across these massive boulders they're just middle of nowhere just out in the middle of nowhere like the middle imagine you're walking through the woods deep forest and you come across this huge boulder that's just sitting in the middle of nowhere and you're very common here you're like what what how did that get there well it got there from a glacier yeah or whatever yeah and the thing is the thing is rocks too will work themselves up out of the ground yeah, that as well. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, Buckley's sure. right. You could be out in the woods and it's nothing for us to see a boulder as big as uh, a couple of cars, actually, some of them. Oh, bigger. Like huge. Like, like Oh, I've seen huge ones. I've seen boulders like half the size of a house. Yeah, there's one out in the the Capitol State Forest mm. uh, that I found when I was hiking out there and it's like huge. Yeah. I, yeah. Fa- I find them all over the place. And they're pure granite. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're <laughs> pure granite. Yeah, so one of these rocks, when they went to move it, it uh, slid apart, like it must have been cracked down the middle. So it has like two, like not 100% flat, but pretty flat sides. And you can see why it, yes. why it was apart. It was all iron Yeah. because we have a lot of iron in the ground here too. And like we talked in the last show, uh, uh, granite, you know, releases radon and then mm-hmm. some granite has uranium in it. Like I don't think our granite has uranium in it, but... But um, but, but those, it, those flat sides are I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about because those are that that's like a common attribute of like these glacier boulders you'll find out in the middle of nowhere that are huge they'll have like these very flat kind of sides or angles or whatever faces 
Yeah, where, st- where pieces have broken off. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So anyways, uh was long day on Saturday. I mean, you know, my wife's like, I gotta do anything or just watch them work the machines. I said, well, there isn't a whole lot I can do until like, they're done. Woman, I'm drinking beer. Yeah. Go inside. And then, uh, but, <laughs> just but, joking. Uh, Agent J came up and helped me for the day on Saturday. So wow. that was cool. He, him and I were working on cutting down the remainder of the trees because we're kind of relocating the driveway a little bit. Nice, nice. Yeah, so uh, it's it looks like a whole different yard up there. But that's uh, cool. But we got to uh, I got to call in another uh, triaxle load of uh, stone dust tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, which my buddy Rick will be actually delivering because he works at the he drives it for the gravel pit. Nice down here. Yeah, at seventy seven years old, still pretty amazing. <whistles> yeah, you'd never know what to look at him, no, would you? You've met Rick, haven't you? I don't know. Yeah, you have. But that's good. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I feel like... Oh, this dude could pass for a 60 all day long. Well, dude, I feel like I feel like the older you get, like I, I just feel like, however, no matter what you're doing, you just got to keep moving and doing stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, if you stop, you're going to... That's when you're going to get got. His brother is <laughs> 84, and he's still driving a concrete truck in Boston. Oh, there you go. You got to keep doing yeah, stuff, you know? So, so, yeah. So, he hopefully he's around for a while. Very, very, cl- I'm very close with him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we've been friends ever since he moved to town. <clears throat> and it just happened uh, like like with you. He just come up for inspection one day and we hit it off and we've been friends ever since. Yeah. So, uh, and it's just weird because it's hard for me to wrap my head around the uh, fact that he's 77 because it seems just like not that long ago. Uh, we were busting his wife's chops about all the strippers I was going to get for his 70th birthday. <laughs> Did you? Uh, no, but, oh, no, but come I, on. I, we were just joking and she thought I was serious. Maybe for pissed. his 80th. Hey, you know what's really cool? His wife, is, she's a sweetheart, but but his wife, like she's only like a couple years older than me. Yeah, so he would rob the cradle on that one. Ryan, are you going to swoop in? <laughs> no. Be like, I'm taking over. Yeah, I don't Daddy's so. here now. But anyways, but uh, <laughs> but no, they're really cool people, and you know, I like them a lot. And, yeah. You know, we hang out and do stuff. Hey, guess what I started doing again? You're not going to like it, probably. Why? <laughs> well, I know you've been running again. I started playing soccer. Oh, boy. <laughs> Isn't I, that how you rolled your ankle last year? That's how I royally fucked up my ankle. I remember that. Yeah. But... I started playing again, pick up. Are you just... playing across the street from your house? No, no, no. I play in uh, Hooks It. Is it indoors? Outdoor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Full field, sometimes a little less, depending on. Picked up new cleats, though. You're going to love them. The colors, they're like Easter egg blue and, and pink. <laughs> oh, you didn't get the Ukraine ones, the blue and yellow? <laughs> I should have. I'm running. Damn it. You. I'm running for Ukraine. <laughs> no, but uh, my old cleats, they were just ripped to shreds. They were basically held together with athletic tape um i started doing that again so that's fun but also i went gun shopping with a friend doesn't own a lot of guns i wasn't buying anything but helped him pick out some sweet sweet guns he got a a p320 compact sig sour and he also got a snake bite ar from sig sour oh so he set up pretty good and I'm gonna get to shoot them eventually. So I'm Is happy. it a two two three? Happy about that. Two two three. I think it can also shoot the other ammo. Well, they come in two two three or three eighty. I mean, excuse me. No, it's not three eighty. No, three eighty. No, I'm right. It's two two three, and what's the? There's another one. Five. Well, no, five fifty six is two two three. 
Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Five fifty-six to, is two, two, three. Okay. Yeah. Then there you go. That's NATO. It's a NATO round. Yeah. So yeah. it's either one of those. Which I don't I know that much. About same guns. thing. I'm not allowed to have guns, so I don't know that much about them. Yeah, I don't own an AR. I know a lot about. Uh, I know a decent amount, not a lot, because I've shot a bunch over the years. But uh, so I'm, is it a long one, or is it a, like a carbine, like an M4 type of deal? Uh, M4. It's okay. rifle, not pistol. They no, make, that's what I'm saying, but the M4 is kind of the short carbine one. Right, so they make like ARs and like the pistol kind of style, yeah. uh, but also the the rifle style. So like pistols, obviously, shorter grip, shorter stock, shorter barrel a little bit, I believe. And then rifle style is like bigger. Yeah. But no, he's good. <sighs> and then I also had to... He, spent, guy, he spent some money then. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, he must have spent just under two grand. I was going to say. I was jealous. I was like, damn it. I have a buddy that works for I Six wish. Hour. I wish I had two grand to just throw out some guns Yeah, right now, but I don't. But yeah. eventually. But you've hopefully. got a tactical shotgun, right? I do, and I actually I had to go down to the hardware store today because I'm, I'm trying to figure out my stock is loose on my shotgun. So basically the stock connects like right behind the receiver yep. or the chamber. Well, it should um, have it should have a screwed on butt plate. Yeah, so the, so yeah. you take the butt plate off. Yeah, that's off. And the bolt the bolt that tightens up your stock should be right there. No, it's way <sighs> down. So it's like right on where the the stock meets the receiver, I guess, or really? right behind the okay. chamber. So um, basically, I have to get like an extension tool to go way down the stock to the bolt, and then I had to pick up a bunch of different. Uh, Ratchet heads or hex okay, heads so shot, or whatever. Shotguns are a lot like old Harley Davidsons. They vibrate a lot. Yeah. And they oh. loosen up. Yeah. You want a little you want a little advice? <laughs> Did you tighten it yet? I just picked up the tools today, so now. Okay. Go to an auto parts store. Get a little teeny tube of Loctite. Is that oil? No, it's thread locker. Thread locker. Okay. All right. And I'm not a gunsmith, so maybe this is a no-go, but I think in this situation, you'll be okay. Get a little... They have two... Well, they have more than one color, but they got blue, which means it'll lock it up, but it's it's also easier if you ever have to take that screw out. Yeah. Or you can get red, which is almost like set it and forget it. But you <laughs> just put a couple of drops on the threads, and then you put that in, and you lock it down as tight as you can. Without stripping it, of course. Yeah. And uh, you should be good to go. But your shotgun's going to loosen up. Oh, yeah. So yeah, basically, yeah. think about like, it was kind of like, if you think about like a fish out of water flopping on the ground, like the stock and the chamber receiver, whatever, barrel were like basically going in and out. Like a butterfly, like wings flapping. <laughs> Ron liked that. He liked or it Or flapping lot. lips. Oh God, Ron! You always gotta you always gotta do it, don't you? Yeah, my wife says the same thing. We can't just have a, n- a nice conversation about guns. Why does everything have to end up being dirty? You gotta bring it. You gotta bring it back to like roast beef curtains and flappy Ooh. vaginas and all this shit. Brown houses with pink shutters. Oh my God, Ron! <laughs> I thought this was a family show. I think we've established this is definitely not a family show. All right, so. Can I still right. swear? All right, cool. So so that's what you did this weekend. I worked on my house project. Uh, this weekend, we're going to be doing the final spreading, leveling, and compacting. And during the week, 
I think I got to start assembling the pool. Assemble the pool. And because we ordered water and it's coming on May 6th. So I have a deadline. There you go. Deadlines are good, though. Oh, it is. Yeah. Crunch time. Yeah. I'm not good with deadlines because I will literally late, wait till the night before and then I'll do it. Like my taxes. Oh, I, I literally did on, on Monday, which is the last day that you can do them. <laughs> the only time you get a reprieve is if it's Patriots Day, <laughs> like up in New England and Massachusetts, because that's where they process IRS processes. All our stuff is done in mass. Yeah. So if it, if it lands on Patriots Day, which sometimes ends up being the same day as uh, Boston Marathon Day, mm. then you don't have to file your taxes until April 16th. Well... So they're usually due on the fifteenth, right? Mm-hmm. So this year they were it was extended to the eighteenth. Oh, it was because of the Rona. Oh, well, that's what I read online. It was on Google. Fuck well. Google. But I mean, even on the I know for unlike TurboTax, it was like you have to have the eighteenth. So it must have been a legitimate thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like you're okay. But uh, Boston Marathon went off without a hitch this year. So congrats to those guys. Uh, Red Sox have been doing, Red Sox have been doing just okay. Uh, Celtics is, have been uh, bringing it in. Yeah, Bruins too. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I don't so, really give a shit about oh, I basketball. Like, I, I like baseball. I like hockey. I like hockey, and I and, and I must admit, sometimes at night, if the Red Sox are having a late game and I don't feel like getting indoctrinated by anything. <laughs> I'll sit back and I'll watch like from the seventh inning on just for something to do. Weren't the Red Sox wearing their Ukraine fucking yes. jersey colors? Well, no. No, no, no. What do you mean no, no, It no, just no. happened to play out like that. Bullshit. Because that's the first thing I said. Bull. Which brings us back Shit. to the yellow and the blue coloring. Right, which they did a lot on the COVID stuff. Right, but did you know that the colors of the Boston Marathon... Are yellow and blue? Like, always have been? I Yeah, I believe so. Okay. And that's what their uniforms were. When I was watching the highlights, I'm like, what the fuck? Are they doing a the Ukraine bullshit? Boston <laughs> they definitely Sox, are. My beloved Boston Red Sox. Dude, I'm sorry, but like NFL, Celtics, NBA, uh, NHL, it's so heavily saturated with the woke cultural marxism well, that comes bullshit from, that comes from the management obviously well yeah i mean obviously but it's like the players also do it too you know what i mean they give in which i can see i can see being a little more reasonable do you know what i mean because like if you're a professional athlete playing on what any of these leagues and you fucking are getting paid millions whatever you're gonna be like oh yeah i'll, I'll wear I'll wear the uh, the BLM shirt, or I'll wear the colors of Ukraine, or I'll whatever. Do you know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. But in defense, the Red Sox yellow and blue uniforms were the Boston Marathon colors, not Ukraine colors. Mm, it's all connected. Okay, while we're on that <laughs> subject. It's all connected, Ron. Okay, so you, everybody out there, all you listeners know that Buckley and I, and, and probably more so me than Buckley because he likes a lot of the different ones, but I'm a Sam Adams beer guy. 
It, oh my God, the summer Don't ale. Don't say nothing. Don't say anything. What do you mean? So we've already been through Oktoberfest. <laughs> my preventilating. Went to Laga. Cold snap. One of my favorite ones just came out. And the I've Equinox been... IPA. I haven't seen that one. I'm sorry. What's the other winter IPA? Well, they don't make an IPA, or do they? No, fuck. It's the uh, the green winter one. We've talked about it before. It's called Equinox or something like that. Really? Damn it. All right, I'll, you talk. I'll look it up. Okay, so so anyway, so then we had the cold snaps, which is right after Wintalaga, and then Porch Rocker, which Porch Rocker I really like. It's another unfiltered with a lot of... It's very citrusy, which I like. But now... They've come out with they remember Buckley. Remember when they used to have spring ale? They used mm. to sell spring ale. Now they got rid of spring ale, and now it's just called summer ale. And as Buckley and I were sitting here discussing the Ukrainian virtue signaling, <laughs> I'm looking revelation. At, I'm looking at the bottle of the Sam Adams summer ale. Buckley, what color? Are, what color are those labels? <laughs> The red and blue. No, they're not. They're not. I mean, sorry, yellow and blue. Yellow and blue. The goddamn cult. <laughs> they found us. They got us. And that hit me like a like a I don't know what. When you were just rattling off, and you went to go take a drink, and I'm like, wait a minute, what color is that? <laughs> oh, so yeah. So Sam Adams, uh, but you know, that's the color of uh, summer rail every year. Uh, and you know what? I wonder if they do that to coincide with Boston Marathon, because that's about the same time summer rail comes out. Because summer rail's only been out for a couple weeks, right? Uh, well, I don't know. Yes, it just came out. Yeah. But uh, how long has it been out? Do you know? A couple weeks. I mean, like overall. Well, it's it's got to be pretty fresh because the bars haven't switched over to it yet. The bars are, st- you know, on draft. the The bars are still selling uh, cold snap on because uh, I know I just had one when I went down to get my little snack before the show. You had a beer while well, I was waiting for my sandwich. Yeah. Oh man, Ron. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Was, I don't know about too. this whole Sam Adams Equinox IPA that I was talking about. I might have just been full of shit. It could have been the porch rocker. I don't know. Well, porch rocker is green and blue. That might have been the beer I was talking about. All right. So anyways, off the Ukraine thing. Nothing really new going on in Ukraine. Uh, you got nah. Zelensky still begging for money like a fucking Oliver Twist. And, uh, and of course, they're winning. They're winning the war. Winning the hearts and minds. They're not, though. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's winning. I don't even know if it's even really... I don't even know what's going on over there. Yeah, who knows? I don't want to talk... Well, let's not talk about that. No, I'm just, I'm just saying we're getting away from Ukraine. God. Right? So anyways, uh, what else was in the news this week? Anything interesting? We had some interesting stuff on Easter with Joe Biden. (laughs) That was funny. Well, there was two things. You see him do his speech and he turns around and shakes somebody's hand and nobody's there. And he's looking around like like a fuck. Here, here's two. He's he's looking around like a dumbbell. Like who was I? Whose hand was I supposed to shake? Well, you know, the funny thing is uh, he he was just about to talk about Iraq. Or, like, the war in Iraq and stuff like that. And that's when the Easter Bunny, like, jumped in and kind of was, like, in wave, was waving his hand. And okay, like, so blah, you're blah. talking about the second incident 
The Easter Bunny X. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm talking about when he was doing the speech and he turned around and he put his hand out to shake and he's looking around like, what? Where am I? Oh, right, 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 right. Hey, who yeah, that? Yeah. Who that? Who there? Yeah. Yeah, there, he like, he just went and turned around, put his hand out, was just standing there, no one was there, <laughs> and he just fucking meandered around. Yeah. All right, so tell us about the Easter Bunny thing, because that was pretty funny. Joe Biden's at some event. I don't know what the hell it was. What well, was the Easter egg hunt at the White House? Oh, oh great. Out That's in the perfect. Rose Garden. Get a bunch of kids there to hunt for eggs with a bunch of pedophiles yep. in the fucking White House. That sounds perfect. But anyway, so Joe Biden's there. He starts to make a statement about uh, the war in Iraq, I guess, in the Middle East, and this Easter bunny just immediately jumps in. And starts like putting his hand up and kind of like putting it in front of who he's talking to a little bit and then like kind of waving Joe Biden. And I don't know if he's directing him. Was he directing he's him somewhere? He's probably a Secret Service agent. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> he's he his was, handler. <laughs> he was talking about Iraq or Ukraine. I thought it was the Middle East. Could have been Ukraine. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I'm not quite sure. All I know is it looked like he was getting accosted by the Easter Bunny. <laughs> Well, you know, it's just to say, what if it is a handler or what if it, it's a, a secret agent, you know, whatever. They don't want him saying stuff. Right. He's he's not allowed to talk. I I'm surprised they let him talk as much as they do. They don't want him to say uh, things about controversial topics. I mean, did you see the thing about the Mex where he's talking about the Mexican rapists? Well, you mean when he was mocking Donald Trump? I don't know what it was, exactly the context. There was some video where he was talking about Mexican rapists. Oh, you're talking back during the debates. And he got booed. That wasn't recent? Uh, I don't know. I would have to. I'm not familiar with that. I don't know. I know that he was doing during the debates. Uh, he just went off and he was like totally messed up like through the whole thing. Anyways. I just remember he brought it up and he started getting booed and like everyone was just booing him and it was like that these are your people. They go, come on, man. Uh, come on, Jack. Can we go get some I, uh, ice cream? I, uh, I have I have hair on my legs and and when the sun comes out and, and the They're kids shiny like, and the they, kids touch and, them and, and the kids them. like to like to rub my legs and it's who the fuck wrote that speech? Did you see anything about the the Hunter Biden laptop? Yeah, I saw something where like this guy was talking about all these deleted text, deleted uh, images and all this stuff that would be coming out. I don't know how authentic it is. I don't know if there's any truth to it. I really don't. But I did see that. Allegedly. uh, But I think they are trying to make a law that it's illegal for anybody to possess the information that's on that laptop because it got leaked. It's illegal. That's what they're trying to say. Of course, they're trying to say, uh, you know, wearing wearing a mask on an airplane. That's a, that was a federal law, which is not. It was a mandate. Uh, and while we're on the subject of that real quick, of course, that went away. Uh, one of Trump's appointed judges uh, struck that down. And even mid-flight, the airlines were going, the, the, the stewardesses uh, were, or what do you call them? Stewards or whatever, because stewardesses. Because you gotta say, stewards. you gotta say, the you gotta be thing. politically correct. We're Ron. going up and down the aisles with the trash bag, and they were all pretty excited about that. Uh, uh, no more on public transportation or anything like that. But interesting enough, Biden administration is going to fight that because you know we got this 
Omicron 2BA something XYZ. Are you fucking kidding to me? To the third degree. There's uh, an other variant. Variant. Oh, yeah. You know what? Fuck that. Yeah. All that shit. Dude, I, another friend of mine today texts me and tells me that they have COVID. Vaccinated. Do you know how many fucking people and friends that I have that are vaccinated are possibly boosted boosted not all of them that all got covid yeah what the hell well it's safe and effective i mean if you take that you're ah. not you're not going to have to wear a mask you're not going to have to socially distance you you're going to be able to go see grandma uh I, I we lost a lot of grandmas to the covid but here i am and and my girlfriend and ron we're not vaccinated. And my whole family. And his whole family. I haven't gotten COVID. I know you. Ha- pro- your family did a little bit. Yeah, my wife did. Yeah. But it's just like, I don't know. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Uh, oh, actually, uh, my brother, not the one that passed away, but my other brother, uh, him and his wife tested positive for COVID about a month ago. So he, uh, I don't know. I think he was just looking to have a week off. <laughs> so, so they went up to the they went up to the camp and they just kind of uh, isolated. Chilled out. The, they they quarantined up there, uh, which is good. They need alone time sometimes. You well, know, what, but, say whatever you want. I just it's like if all these people that are vaccinated are getting COVID, the vaccine's not working in my opinion. Like they told you it was going to, and like don't give me this shit. Well, it could have been way worse. Oh, oh, like, like it would have been way worse if you weren't vaccinated. Well, guess what? There's plenty of people that aren't vaccinated that have gotten COVID that have been perfectly fine. Yeah, especially the smokers. Uh, <laughs> this is my little sidekick. Uh, but uh, what was I just going to say? Oh, like the people. Oh, I just wanted to. And everybody has to go on fucking Facebook or Instagram and give everybody their update. Oh, all right. I have COVID. We just R- got COVID. R.I.P. Dad or Grandpa. I'm going to miss you. Oh. Uh Passed away from COVID, but he was vaccinated. Thank God it could have been a lot worse. What the fuck is worse than dying? Well. I mean, that makes no sense. I feel like some shit could be worse than dying. Honestly. Well, yeah. But what I'm saying is. (laughs) I get what you're saying. With COVID. (laughs) Oh, he was fully vaccinated and he passed away from COVID. But thank God he was vaccinated. It could have been worse. Right. All right. Fuck COVID. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want. Let's not talk about that. Anyways, I'm not even sure how we got on that. Subject. I don't know. Oh, we're, we're talking, rambling a lot. We were talking Ron. about the mask mandates and we're stuff like that. We're just rambling. So, uh, so COVID numbers are going up just in time for the midterms, which we predicted before. Uh, we also know that the Biden administration has given all these illegal aliens that are overrunning our country all free cell phones. Nice. So, so it's no longer the Obama. I got my Obama phone. Now, now they're uh, getting their Biden phones. Sounded like a black Southern lady. Ron. And then, I got my Obama phone. And then, and then Saki Saki, uh, who gets called out by Peter. I, I wonder if Peter Ducey's banging her. Who's Peter Ducey? Peter Ducey, the guy from Fox that's always giving uh, Saki a hard time. Oh, during during the press conference, you think it's just all sexual tension? I I don't know. There's something there. It's like they lock eyes and they go on this frenzy of question asking and then once the cameras are off they're in the bathroom bump, well, he, he, bumping one out okay so so they asked her <laughs> why was the biden administration giving these illegal immigrants all free phones 
easier. Well, easy, you know, well, well you know, uh, it's uh, easier uh, for uh, us to track them to make sure that they show. Now, all these people, it's important easier to, to manipulate them too. It, it's it's important to remember that these that these people, uh, we need to know where they are. We need to know they need to show up to their immigration court dates. Da 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 da. These fucking people ain't going to show up to the immigration court dates. It's just not going to happen. But uh, a friend of mine, Bill, shout out to Bill. He, he uh, sent Bill, me, you sexy sent, animal. Sent me a message the other day, and he thinks he's like uh, theorizing that because COVID's coming back, and I'm adding to his theory a little bit because we kind of discussed it, but COVID's coming back. This variant's coming back. Midterms are in November. So, so, that, so they're going to try to make it so that we're going to go back to the same fucking thing that we went back in 2020 with the mail-in ballots and you know they're working on the passports and the qr codes for your smartphones nice they're gonna try to you watch mark my words ron stradamus making a prediction mark date time that they are going to be setting it up so that you can vote directly from your smartphone sure there there'll be no issues with that and this is why I feel they're giving all these people smartphones. Because you know this is why they're letting these illegals in. Now, listen, I don't have a problem with immigration. Nah. Do it right. Do it legally. Do it correctly. They're fucking invading us. And they still haven't been to the southern border. Only now a few congressmen and senators have gone down here. Well, clearly there's a problem here. Yeah, there was no problem when they were building the fucking wall. So, anyways, let's not get into that. <laughs> but but what's happening is they're going to make it so these illegal immigrants can vote because you know who they're going to vote for. They're going to vote for the people that let them into the country, which is the Democrats. Gave them free phones and also gave them like uh, EBT cards with money. Oh, yeah. And medical cards. And medical cards. Yeah, the they're going to be like, oh, Mr. Biden, he helped me so good. While we're at nearly 9% inflation, and I and actually somebody was saying, I was listening to a financial show the other day, they were actually saying the actual inflation rate right now is close to 20%, not to 8 or 9 that they're, that they're telling gas? us on the news. Inflation overall. I think, I don't know, well, for gas for me, it has gone up 100%. Oh, yeah. And I think that's the right percentage, because... Well, I used to pay twenty doubled. bucks. If, I have a, the, if the price is doubled, then it's one hundred percent. You're right. So I used to pay twenty bucks. I don't have like a big rig or anything. I got a, a, a nice small commuter car. Um, I used to pay twenty bucks to fill up my tank, or and sometimes under. Uh, now I'm up to forty. So I've been spending, and I don't go anywhere. I've been spent. Of course, my vehicle's not really fuel efficient, but right. I. Uh, uh, normally, like you, I would go in and throw twenty twenty five bucks. That'd be good for the week, right? Yeah. Now it's uh, it's easily fifty bucks. So so yeah, big difference there. Uh, but what I'm saying is, while inflation is at eight or nine percent, everything's gone through the roof. We're paying out the ass for everything. Of course, we pay for our health care, so so we're paying a lot of money for that. That is the perfect time to take our tax money and give it to illegal aliens. I mean. I get it. They need a little jump start when they get here. Uh, and maybe they're maybe not all of them are illegal. And I'm totally fine with immigration. I don't have a problem with immigration. Like 80% of the people that live in the United States were immigrants or their families or a couple of generations back were immigrants. I get that. But letting them overrun the country, letting the drug cartels basically run the border now because the drug cartels are, uh, they have more guns. They don't follow any laws. 
They got more money. They got everything they need to overtake them border towns. And it's and it's really a sad situation that we're in right here. I've got friends whose uh, kids work for the Border Patrol. So, uh, so you know, I always get concerned with them because what's going to stop a drug cartel, a bunch of those guys starting up a firefight? I mean, there isn't, there isn't much that's going to stop them from doing that if things aren't going their way. I mean, look at the city of Juarez, Mexico, which is on the border of El Paso, Texas. Like, that's been a war zone. That's like fucking Beirut over there. And uh, I, I just don't know where it's going to go. So uh, I liked it. Uh, Buckley, remember when Trump said, uh, actually, Trump didn't say this, but somebody somebody said it and then Trump said this. We're going to take away your Obama phone and we're going to give you all Trump alarm clocks so you can get up and go to work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's but. funny. But anyways, yeah, so 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 that's interesting what's going on there. Of course, we know Saki Saki, she's leaving. She's going to get her own show on MSNBC. Oh, she's not going to be the whatever oh, she no. is? No, and I don't know who's going to do that. So again, more of the exodus from Washington. Probably a Chinese person. Yeah, yeah. And, and then uh, we see, uh, and this is basically uh, kind of one of the things we wanted to touch on today. Did you have anything else before we dive in? Oh, I did want to bring up, because we, we briefly talked about, uh, like, the woke cultural Marxism stuff. <laughs> uh, there's a new series. Actually, I don't know if it's a series or a movie that's coming to Netflix called he's expecting. Oh my God. Like that thing you sent me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's like a real thing. Oh, I thought that was a meme. No, it's like a real show that's coming to Netflix. Oh my God. Called he's expecting the poster that I saw. Uh, it's like two Asian people kind of, well, you know how you see like the, the pregnant photos that people post when they're having a baby and there's like the, the man, man standing behind the woman and he's kind of holding her belly and she's holding her belly. Nice little yeah, picture. Embracing her and the baby at the same time. Right. I get, so, it. I get the metaphor. So the Netflix uh, poster for he's expecting is a, it's like two Chinese or Asian people. The woman is standing behind this pregnant man, <laughs> embracing her. That is so fucked him. up. <laughs> so if you just want to, you know. I mean, I'm starting to wonder. I'm starting to be a little concerned. I might get knocked up. Yeah, I don't like want to get knocked up. Am like I going to get a age, fucking... At my age, I cannot be knocked up. Holy shit. Am I going to have to start getting like... Uh, am I going to have to take birth control? I don't know. I don't know like, how we're gonna do it. I don't want to get pregnant. I'm gonna. T- I gotta explain that to my wife. I'm just, nervous. Just whatever you do, don't let me get knocked up. I need help. What? Like, and if I get knocked up, can I have an abortion? Um, like, is that okay? Well, I don't know why not. Everybody else is. And if I do get knocked up, where the hell's the baby gonna come from? Am yeah. I gonna poop it out? I'm gonna is it come come out of my pee hole. No, it comes out your pecker. It's gonna. That, they, the, they slice what? Your, they slice your pecker like a banana, and they. Oh no, that could be C-section. Oh, yeah. See, boy, what a that sounds that a little is. better. That'd be a huge relief. Yeah. Oh shit. Because yeah, I've had my stomach cut open already, and I'll have the stuff taken out. I was getting worried. Thrown in the dumpster. I mean, wh- I mean, I've never had a kidney stone. You don't want to. But you know, some massive dumps do hurt. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why you got to drink a little extra tequila when you, uh, to have with your burritos. So, uh, hey, you know what? If you ever have a problem and you're feeling like you're constipated, right? This is how you fix it. You go to McDonald's and you get a Big Mac. Oh. Or you just go to Taco Bell and get one of those chalupas or something. Oh. Dude, within five minutes, 
You'll be cleared right out. You will be so cleared out that you won't have to drink that shit for the colonoscopy. You know what really gets me, Ron? Coffee and oatmeal. Oh, oatmeal for sure. If I have co- like coffee and like oatmeal. real oatmeal though, not the instant shit. Yeah, like like uh, what do they call them? Steel oats. Yeah, steel like cut. Steel steel cut. Yeah, oats and and you have fucking coffee. You'll get cleared right out. That's what the old timers called a physic. A what? <laughs> they called them a like my dad used to call it a physic, and my grandmother, his mom, oh grandma Ida, she would say, "Oh, that's a physic." And a physic is old timer <laughs> for uh, if you need to take a dump, you need to eat this. Yeah, that's a nice term. I like that. I'm going to use that. A physic. Yeah, physic. Yeah. Nice. And, and uh, like with well, the F, not the PH, like physics right. or physics or phys ed or something like that. Right. Yeah. Anyways, bottom line, uh, I'm going to be really careful from this point out. I do not want to get knocked up. Yeah. I, I just don't think I could deal with that. We're going to actually... And we would have to take... Uh, because I'm in a garage, we wouldn't take Lamaze classes. Right. We would take Lamaze classes. Lamaze classes. Lamaze. You know, like the Lamaze GTO. Like the, my buddy Dave that was just here, we were talking about his Lamaze. <laughs> so so instead of ta- so instead of taking Lamaze classes, we would... As guys being pregnant, we would take Lamaze classes. Right. Because so, we got to get the car element in yeah, there. I think in a further episode... We're going to do, we're gonna do this in another episode. We're going to, like... Do a whole episode where we talk about uh, birth control for men, I think. Um, but, you know, ways you can help, you know, or things you can take, measurements you can do to help yourself not get pregnant. Safe sex for men. Yeah. So they're, they I think don't that have... Would be, I think the listeners would be interested in that. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. hey, yeah. you know? Anything we could do to help. We don't want any of our male listeners to get knocked up. We just don't want... I mean, unless you want to. I mean, some people want to. Yeah, if you're into that, if you want to, you know shit out a kid or pee out a kid or however it works for men. Yeah. Go for it. That's your choice. I think you'll find it would be C-section, but I think it is our job at the wicked Planet podcast to at least touch upon safe, uh, you know, birth control for men. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I everyone's safe out there. Yeah. No, I know that's a touchy subject. Hey, uh, once, uh, we, I st- Started to bring it up, then we got sidetracked on something. But you know the Hunter Biden laptop thing. All uh, oh, right, right. A buddy of mine uh, let me borrow the book. It's called The Laptop from Hell. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm in the process of reading that. Uh, then we're gonna do a little mini show just about that book. That's gonna be a, cool. one of can our you, little motifs. Can, can I borrow a copy? Uh, yeah, I'm sure he'd be cool with that. Cool. Yeah, he's my chainsaw guy. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. So uh, we use a lot of chainsaw parts around here because we're always cutting trees down. Dude, taking out trees is fun. I love doing it. I like to watch it get done. I no, I like it. It's yeah. good physical work. Agent J's good at that. You get you know? to use tools. Agent J's very good at yeah, that. I know, yeah, I know he is. Yeah. I know he is. Yeah, so I keep him real busy this time of year. Uh, he has pretty easy winters, but uh, this summer, well, he's already been at it pretty hard. But anyways, uh, so so I noticed I was on, uh, and this kind of gets into the subject we're going to talk about tonight. And uh, so... I was on, uh, I think it was on Twitter. Of course, you know, Twitter, the whole big thing, Elon Musk is, Elon Musk is going to try to buy Twitter and then, then BlackRock and Vanguard step in and, and now Elon Musk is not the majority holder. Now BlackRock is, of course, of course, you know, the left does not want Elon Musk to be in control of Twitter. Oh, can I have one of those? Do you have enough? I got two left. Okay. Do you mind? 
Yeah, over. All right, cool. I'm going to break into a summer rail. Ah, uh, thank you. So, so Elon Musk now he's he's the devil, devil, devil. And uh, <laughs> of course, you know you got the two side camps. Like 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 I've always been a fan of Elon Musk. Uh, I will admit the more that I learned about him, and and we all know that he has like the number one contractor for DARPA. You know the defense uh, defense part of the Defense Department and uh, special projects and and we did a whole show on whether we thought that Starlink was actually going to be Skynet. He did send uh, some of his Sky uh, Star see, I keep getting them mixed up. His Starlink uh, receivers over to Ukraine so that the people could still have access to the internet. I was actually toying with the idea of, of buying one myself and giving it a try. Uh, I hear it works really good in New Hampshire. So, so uh, you know, and it's and it's a cheaper alternative than say Comcast, Xfinity, but uh, but anyways, doesn't matter. But uh, but the more I'm learning about Elon Musk, he could be a fucking evil genius too. So he definitely I have a lot, is. I have a lot of people in our podcast circle that are that are definitely preaching that for I sure. I don't I don't think he is what he seems. I mean, you see like that kind of heroic uh, component. <laughs> Take a uh, shot, Deb. Put into into uh, celebrities or, or public figures throughout time, where they want them to kind of look good and appeal to the general public. So, but in reality, they could be doing kind of nefarious things or pushing that narrative just on the opposite side, but still being used to global elites advantage. So I don't, I in no way, I mean, Hey, I like, I think I like listening to Elon Musk talk and stuff like that. And I think he's doing a lot of cool things, but I don't for one second think that he's like this billionaire that is a hundred percent for people that doesn't have uh, like uh, anything nefarious in his, and he doesn't have ties to like the cabal or globalist. I just don't, I'm sorry. Can I use that? What do you want? Oh, the bottle opener. Bottle opener, Sam Adams, and not Twist Tops. Oh, but anyway, what's the real reason we're here tonight? Talk right, about so, anyways, Christmas? I, started, I started to say I got on Twitter. Easter? No, I was talking about Twitter. Halloween. Uh, so, anyway, so yeah, so you can find me on Twitter. It's uh, at underscore Ron Lane. Uh, come give me a follow on Twitter. I'm starting to get a little more active on Twitter. Uh, only because I'm, you know, I'm trying to promote the show, obviously. But anyways, there was somebody had posted something. There was two things that stood out to me. Uh, and it's kind of funny because it's right in line with what we're going to talk about tonight. So one, this guy had said something. And he was a conservative guy. And he said something about Joe Biden. And then all of a sudden he had like four or five different accounts just tearing him a new asshole out of there. And, and, and I finally, I just chimed in. And I said, buddy. Okay, you're arguing with bots. Those aren't even real people. Oh, here we the, go. The, those are pe those are people that just like either algorithm or something, or it's from a click farm that just that right. they're designed. Because if this person is not agreeing with you, what is he doing on your page? Why is he following you? So, so that's not like a normal thing. Like, like, like if you were like a total leftist liberal, you would not seek out conservative people's pages and follow them. Just to disagree. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Just to disagree with them. Anyways, I said, dude, just stop the conversation. Just ignore them, block them, do whatever. Because you're basically arguing with an artificial intelligence bot. 
right. that's on the internet. Yeah. I said, because uh, actually I did a little studying on this and I, and I wish I could remember the number, but they were saying what the percentage of users, 60. what the percentage of users on Twitter are not even actual people. So I, what we're getting into right now is this whole dead internet theory that we brought up briefly at the, well, I brought up briefly at the last, uh, during the last portion of last week's episode. Um, and this goes into a lot of what Ron's talking about. So there's this whole idea or theory or possible reality that um, <clears throat> in like 2016, 2017, the internet kind of, it died. And it was basically taken over by AI. Um, and specifically what Ron is talking about is, so when the internet came out, what, in the 90s, 80s? Uh, I want to say I got on America Online in early 90s. Okay. 92, 3, maybe something like that. Okay, so now, okay, so, so internet starts and it's human traffic, you know, people are not human. Not human trafficking, human traffic as in human actual usership. Pe- actual people using Going it. on the internet, uh, going on websites. Chat rooms. Chat rooms. To pick forums. up chicks. Pick up chicks like I used to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So now there's this whole inversion that we're seeing, which, you know, if you listen to other conspiracy shows or even our conspiracy show, um, we talk about inversions a lot in the satanic realm. Uh, inversions in culture where, like, they push the opposite. Uh, like, yeah, an example. What's an example of an inversion nowadays? Um, uh, men becoming women. And you see that... Well, pedophilia used to be bad. Now it's supposed to be now good. Now they're trying to normalize it. So that's like an inversion. So you see this inversion on the internet where it's now... Like 60% activity through bots or AI. So that means that a lot of these forums, a lot of these chat sites that you're going on, a lot of people you're interacting with, as well as a lot of media, a lot of articles, a lot of content that's being posted, at least 60%, if not more, is bot activity. So going back to what Ron said... You could be on a site and there could be something posted that you disagree with and you think you're having a fucking intelligent conversation. Maybe you're trying to make some good points. Maybe you're trying to see what another person is thinking about something uh, off of a statement or an article or whatever. And guess what? The people commenting back to you that are interacting with you and maybe calling you names, maybe getting you fired up, um, they're not real. So you could have entire conversations with bots, right? And they what a waste of time. And and the, and the thing is too, uh, and, and you'll get into this. I'm kind of letting Buckley take the lead on the story here. But, oh God! But uh, one of the things that they're saying that they wanted you to do is that, say, you get into uh, an argument with somebody during a thread. Yeah, Everybody okay. wants to have the last word, right? So you go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. They want to keep you engaged as long as possible. So, therefore, good reason for the bot, right? 
Right. And what was the other point I was just going to say? Oh, uh, it was used, and you can explain this a little bit better, I'm sure. Maybe. How the AI bots came into being was to manipulate market sites to make money on click ads. Oh, right, right. Right? Right. So that, so that these companies would actually build these bots for, say, company A, right, wants to sell something or, or something like that. Or they're getting paid to market for another company. Mm-hmm. Based on uh, they would get paid by the click, right? Yeah, like, like yeah, AdWords sure. or whatever, you get paid by the click. So uh, just like on YouTube, uh, when you get all them ads, if you don't, you know, pay for the premium. Oh, and, and if you click on that sponsored link, well, then the marketing company makes a buck off of it. And if you end up buying a product or subscribing to this particular product, well, then the company selling the products making money. So so somebody came up with a really ingenious idea, actually, to to make these bots. To go out there and do all the clicking for them, mm-hmm. right? So maybe you can touch on that a little bit. But well, it's the clicking part. But I mean, a lot of it's kind of like the also the the media, the or sorry, the content or the articles. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To get you to click on it, yeah. Because there could be articles or clickbait like uh, headlines. Which that, which are formed by artificial the, intelligence, right? Which yeah. are formed by artificial intelligence. That uh, through this algorithm that are algorithms that we talk about like nonstop, like when we talk about in the past social media and how and everybody sees this like ads are based towards what you're searching ads are based towards things like that you're talking about with someone um, and you never even search like that that's this your phone, your algorithm, your Alexis, your Google, your Google, whatever it is. What's Google? Google Home, Google Home, yeah. whatever this stuff. It's all collecting data on you, um, and then compiling that data through an algorithm, and then producing, let's say, an article that it knows through the algorithm, through all the data collected on you, that will appeal to you and get you to click on it and to possibly read it or comment on it or will emotionally grab you in some way. So something that you makes you happy, but on the other side, something that makes you angry. So you have this AI algorithm producing something that will know through data will get a reaction out of you. You click on it, you comment on it, and then you have bots that are engaging with you and then keeping it going. And the whole point of this is, I mean, well, I don't really know the whole point of it. I know a lot of it's to make money. I know a lot of it is for advertisement purposes, but when we get engagement, they want you to be engaged engagement. Yeah. And then a, a big part of that too is like, well, we want people online. We don't want people like doing things out in the real world. Right. If we can keep you on your phone arguing with a bot about some bullshit thing, then which, which, that's a plus. That's a win for them. Which brings me to why possibly they're pushing for the lockdowns. Because what are you doing when you're locked down? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're I mean, on your you, phone. You're on your apps. I mean, we saw that so so evidently, if that's the right word, during the lockdown. What are you doing? You're on you're on social media, you're engaging on your phone every day, BML riots, COVID briefs, 
um, this riot, Antifa, um, all this different shit you're, you're intaking, you're digesting through your phone. And whatever you're clicking on, whatever you're engaging on, your algorithm and your data's, uh, you know, working against you and reproducing stuff to keep you engaged. And like a big part of lockdown is what you don't go outside. You're not supposed to go see friends. You're not going to go see family. Well, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to go to work. So you're, you're going to go home and what you're going to be on your phone. You're going to be influenced by your phone. And that's going to cause you to possibly start arguments with people, have differences with family and friends, have differences with coworkers, uh, you know, um, start to feel maybe mentally ill, maybe depressed, maybe anxiety, maybe scared, maybe fearful. Which makes you more aggressive. May, makes you more aggressive. Maybe you engage um, or start to really dive into something like Black Lives Matter or even anti-lockdown stuff. Um, it, I, I mean, I don't really feel like it matters, but and then that becomes your existence because what they, what people really want or sorry, what global elites really want is your perception of reality to be controlled. And your perception of reality, in my opinion, is everything. Like, and that, and that means like, even disregard all of all this internet, all the social media, whatever, even if you were just living a normal life and doing whatever activities, engaging in your hobbies, like whatever your perception of the world is and your community is, like that's your reality. It doesn't really matter what reality is because it's your perception. So, if we go <clears throat> if we go and we block people down and we control the content that's coming through their phones, through algorithms, through bots, through clickbait, also possibly paid influencers, then we control your perception. So we control what you think. We control your perception in your perception becomes your reality and now you're living and you're thinking your reality is what you're seeing on your phone and it's all fake yes a lot i mean I, no i mean it's designed to elicit a particular emotion from you yeah and it's never an emotion to be happy i i no. You know what I mean? I mean, there's always those feel-good stories. Like, I watch all the feel-good stories about abandoned dogs or dogs that right. get adopted and, and dogs that get found after they've been missing for years or or dads coming home from the war. And You know what I mean? Those are feel-good stories. But yeah. but these are not stories that you get into an argument with somebody over. And, and right. this was this whole thing on this one Twitter thread. And it's like I had to tell the guy, I said, dude, just leave it alone. You're arguing with a fucking bot. You're not going to yeah. win this argument. Just leave it alone, block them, get rid of them, move on to the next bot. But but what it is, it's like, uh, not only do they do this for money, and this, and this again, this is the, the internet is dead theory, because, right. because how they explained it before was in the beginning of the internet, like Buckley said, you have actual people on the internet, they're, they're searching for things back when it was 50 million search engines, remember Ask Jeeves? Uh, what was the other one? Web crawler. There was a bunch of different ones, and uh, so so now, of course, you know, Google is the king there, and uh, which leads me to something else I want to mention. Uh, but anyway, so you had actual people. So what you're doing now, though, you're spending time on social media apps. You're yes. not out doing things that you would typically do and i mean this would make it easier too but even pinterest was in on this it was all the apps it was like linkedin pinterest facebook whatsapp instagram 
Snapchat. And they had this whole, I watched, I looked this whole graph of what the interaction is on all these, all these different apps, right? Like, like that you would visit on your smartphone or your tablet or even your desktop. And they had this thing with how much money they made off of each person because when you're online and everything is free like you think everything is free like like you're not understanding right you are the product yeah you are the product oh yeah and this is why they collect all this data on oh, you oh yeah to do targeted ads like everybody like oh uh, i'm thinking about buying like uh like buckley your buddy bought a gun right and actually you don't see a lot of gun shit on there but let's just use that as an example Oh, I'm the, oh, oh no, let's use the better one. I'm thinking I got to go, oh, like my wife will text me something. Hey, when you go to Home Depot, pick up XYZ. Okay, no problem. This is on a fucking text message. Go online. The ad is on your Facebook about the thing that your wife just texted you about 10 minutes earlier. Yes. That is fucking scary. Right. Because... They're reading your text messages, and we know that they're doing this. Yep. And that was the whole thing. Like, WhatsApp is supposed to be encrypted. Uh, iMessage through your, like, say, uh, from an Apple phone to an Apple phone. That's actually not a text message. That's called an iMessage. Yep. That's supposed to be encrypted. How are these fuckers getting that information? And it's by the use of artificial intelligence and algorithms. Mass that surveillance. Designed, yeah, mass surveillance, data mining, and they're getting all this information, and they're targeting it to you so here's another uh, important thing to realize about the dead internet theory were you yeah no go ahead okay just yeah. so yes we we know the algorithms the bots the targeting the the ai creating certain things to based off of what you like or the data they collect on you but there you know there's also this move um of kind of killing the internet uh from what it originally was, because if you remember before all these social media platforms were created, right, and all these apps were created, like you went on a server, maybe a, ser a, a search browser, whatever, you looked up a website, or you plugged the URL into the actual uh, internet search, um, and you looked for websites. You looked for individual websites, right? Or maybe it was an, a band. That was something I was big on. When I would like want to go look at, let's say, oh, I was super into flogging Molly in middle school, Irish punk band. Uh, so I'd go to the good band, by the way. I would go to their website to look for tour dates. Um, so now we see kind of this uh, this individualism for people on the internet and information being moved to the centralization of the internet through these apps like Facebook, like Instagram, like Twitter and Google, which we've talked before about how Google is highly censored, um, blacklists certain websites. So this, you also, so this is, you get this movement from the old internet individualism to this centralized internet through apps and social medias. Let me give an example of that. Like what you're talking is less use of websites 
Yes. More centralized information on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And let me give you an example of what I did. Used to have a website for the Haunted Garage. Of course, that's not the real name. But used to have a website. Before that, back in the day, all you old timers will know what the yellow pages are. Like you would buy an ad in the yellow page and they were not cheap. (laughs) And to tell you the truth, I paid a lot of money, like a couple of grand one year. To have a nice ad in the yellow pages. And I mean, it drove some traffic to me, but it wasn't it wasn't worth it in the long run. So that was like the death of the yellow pages when the internet came to be, right? Where you could get your own website. And this is when GoDaddy first come into play. So, so you could go on GoDaddy, uh, again, for free, allegedly. And wink, you just wink. had to pay, you had to pay your uh, hosting fee. And you could do your own website. Uh, you know, obviously real simple, simple web websites two or three pages you know your about page your contact page your uh here's my work page you know all that shit you know you folks know what i'm talking about right so everybody had a website it was a big deal oh hey i got a website now oh cool i'll go check it out right but then social media sites started coming in and then you could have your shop or your grocery store or your band or your podcast whatever the fuck it is you have you can just have a page on, say, Facebook. And you have to adhere to community guidelines. Right. But point is, I did that on Facebook. I had more interaction through Facebook for my shop page than I ever did from Yellow Pages or my own website. Yeah. So I remember I had my website for probably three or four years. Uh, and that cost some money, right? And I'm talking because I, I evolved away from the free GoDaddy one to an actual one that somebody actually ran for me. Uh, which, I mean, it did. It drove people here. But not in the numbers that my Facebook page did. So I so the guy calls me up. Oh, we're ready for renewal. I got to have, you know, $1,000 down or whatever. I said, listen, we've made a decision. We're going to do away with the website. He goes, what? I said, yeah, everything everything in the advertising world is evolving. I'm, I don't understand why you're not on top of that already. I'm kind of, I'm kind of like schooling the guy. And uh, he goes, well, what do you mean? I said, listen, I get more action from my Facebook page that I don't have to pay anything for than I do on this website that I paid you to host and to take care of. Yeah. I said, no offense. You've done good work. I appreciate everything you've done. And I paid you, right? So, I mean, so our uh, value for value is there. Right, yeah. But I'm not going to move forward with a website anymore. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I said I don't need it. Uh, and and I still have a I still have a Facebook page for the Haunted Garage, but uh, <laughs> and because they can message me through there, they can call me through there, they can ask for appointments through there. I mean, it's a pretty cool set. I mean, I don't really pay much attention to it as as you know. I'm at the point in my life where I'm trying to phase out here over the next you know year or so. But, uh, you know, because this is not really my, my major thing. So, uh, uh, but anyways, the point is, though, it drove all that traffic to the social media sites. So now nobody is using websites. But now... I think it's coming back. Okay, I was just going to say that. Okay. Because what you're seeing now, this is this is a big movement in the podcasting world, which, which Buckley and I, we need to sit down and talk about this because I think it's something we're going to do. So, excuse me. So you have... <laughs> you have... Well, that's the Sam Adams coming back up. So hey, you cheers. have... Cheers, Mike. Cheers Boom. To 58. So you have all the censorship now that's coming down, which again is run by algorithms and artificial intelligence. They look for keywords in your post. Community guidelines. Yeah, they read your post. Hate they, speech. They, they do all this. Uh, even we have to be careful now how we 
uh, how we do our show notes for the show, right? And, and how and what we title our show, yeah. Because Spotify goes in there, reads it all, and then if you notice, if you go on Spotify to look at any of our episodes or whatever, a lot of them now have a COVID nineteen banner on them. Yeah, but that's not as bad as like no, but hold on, complete censorship. You know what I mean? My famous hold on. Okay, so, so, okay, hold so, on. Yeah, so you get censored. Like I got three notices today on my Ron for New England page that this post has been removed for COVID nineteen medical misinformation. <laughs> and, and, and no, and not a post that that I posted, but but a post that I liked. Like I liked the post, right? So so you know you hit the little heart there on Instagram. And I'm like, I can't even see which fucking post that was. So I actually had to do a screenshot of it and then blow it up to try to see the post. I still couldn't see it. So I don't even know what the post was. Those old eyes. But because but because they said it was flagged for uh, medical misinformation from COVID-19, so they automatically remove it from your thing. So, so now you're seeing, like, if I do a post, it might get removed. Or you might get a, a warning or like on YouTube, like we don't have a YouTube channel. Uh, we would last maybe one episode. and uh, But you would get a strike. I've got friends that have got YouTube channels. They say they get a strike on that. But what it is, is the, I, the IA and the algorithms, they go that goes in and reads your posts or watches your movie or watches anything that you're doing. And it censors you like it's artificial intelligence censoring. So therefore, artificial yeah. intelligence, you know, maybe it's only as smart as the person that's programming it, right? Like, until, now, now somebody brought this up. AI is only as smart as the programmer, right? But what happened? Well, see, I disagree with that. Yeah, I was going to. I disagree with that because certain levels of IA, I do believe, I have a very good suspicion that it can think for itself. Evolve too. Evolve. Yeah, evolve and think for itself. But but this is has this has no uh rationale, right? It doesn't have reasoning. It can't say, well, maybe he didn't mean it like that. Maybe this is what he means. Or maybe he's just being sarcastic. Maybe he's using sarcasm. Maybe he's using satire. Right? Fucking AI doesn't distinguish any of that. So they just wipe your post out. Well they right can right now wipe, it doesn't. They can wipe out your whole page. Yeah, yeah. So especially now, so what the podcasters are doing is they're all starting their own websites where they can host their own RSS feeds. And an RSS feed is the is what your show goes out on. It's called the RSS feed. And so you can put those all on your own website. And then you can do members-only shows all on your own website. You can do your merch on your website. So I think Buckley's right. I got to agree with you. I, I agree with Buckley probably 70% of the time, maybe 80 <laughs> So So, but I, I think now because of all the censorship, it's actually going back... It's, it's reverting back to people want to have websites because the only person that can sense your website could be your hosting company. But I understand there's ways around that. All you can do is have your own server and you can host it yourself, right? Right. Right. So, so I mean, it's just, it's just whole interesting. Well, so, in a sense... You know, because a lot of people say, oh, that dead internet theory, that's been debunked. That's this, that's it that. It has not. Every fucking theory out there could be debunked. Like, like we did the show. Not. We did the show just discussing the snake venom uh, revelations that came out last week. And now there's a million people out there debunking. And I'm sure I'm sure there's some debunking to be done there. Like, I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't 100% believe this artist guy. Like, I don't know. Oh, no. But 
is some very interesting information. And I feel as though that if you're going to just dismiss it as a whole, then that shows that you're just close-minded to anything. And you're not critically thinking. You're not critically thinking. You're being dismissive only because on your own personal views that are already instilled in your mind, instead of having an open mind and coming out and saying, well, you know what? Let me look into this. Let me watch these videos. Let me take the time to watch these videos and maybe do a little searching myself, go down a rabbit hole a little bit. Uh, yeah, uh, this part seems a little sketchy. This part seems legit, so on and so forth, down the whole thing. And then use critical thinking to come up with your own your own decision as to conclusion. If you, yeah, your own conclusion. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Right. Uh, along with component and totalitarianism. Extra so, ter- yes. Oh, extraterrestrial. Extra and this, terrestrial. And this one's for Brandon. Not a, I don't know if Brandon listens to the show, but numerological was a word he used to get hung up on a lot <laughs> but uh, but anyway so you can make your own decisions and come to your own conclusions on whether or not you think that theory the theory is bullshit well it's no different for dead internet theory because when you think about it like that, that's just a generic term for it I mean, it sounds cool uh, the internet's dead oh is this part of simulation theory is this part of this is part Kind of that? maybe no, well i mean possibly but but what i'm saying is the internet as we knew it is dead Oh, yeah. Well, it's being centralized. Okay, so just like the media companies. Used to be 50 different TV channels or networks or even 100 or even more. Now we're down to six. Right. So it's the same thing with social media sites. You've got less than 10 of the major players and you got four that are the major players, and really two. And I wonder who... Twitter, Twitter and Facebook, because Facebook owns Instagram. Well, it's called Meta now, but Meta owns Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. Yeah, I wonder who owns Meta. Well, that's the CIA, LifeLog. Right. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So that's another... Oh, no, another... wait a minute. It's Mark, Mark, Mark Zuckerberg. Well, the whole thing, I don't think a lot of people know about the whole CIA was going to create this thing called LifeLog. Which basically like logs all your basically activity. Your whole life. Your whole yeah, life. your activity on the internet. Um, and then it was killed, right? LifeLog was killed. And then the same day or the next day, not quite sure, but same, Facebook came out. Same day. Same day. Bingo, Facebook bango. Came out. Bingo, bango. Same day. And what do they say? Well, uh, LifeLog and Facebook have no connection. Well, of course they're going to say Come that. Come on, but but Mark Zucker, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Mike. he he's he's uh, going to be one of our subjects when we do our rags to riches hoax theory. Uh, yeah, he's he's either a reptilian, a robot, or a clone, or something. But yeah, you know, we seemed like a real person in the beginning, yeah. and I think that's why they did that movie, The Social Network, to make him look like a real person, and then how we fucked him. Uh, was it uh, Dinkletwas programming? Yeah, Dinkletwas it, twins. I know that's not their name, but but did you know that them twins that he allegedly stole Facebook idea for was his early partners? They became the first Bitcoin millionaires. Which leads me, that. which leads me to believe did Bitcoin did Bitcoin come from the CIA as well? Again, I, yeah, I don't. It, we're gonna do a crypto. I don't trust gonna, any of that shit. It's gonna, all centralizing shit to the internet. We're gonna do electronical stuff. Bitcoin, Facebook, internet. We're Ron's gonna, dying. We're gonna slowly. do a, We're going to do a crypto. <laughs> a couple of episodes on crypto, uh, and we're gonna talk about the. the I think it was the uh, Winklevoss brothers. I think is their actual name. Hey, something else about the dead internet is like this whole uh, censorship thing that you were talking about, like with certain links and just like 
cancellation of people like oh yeah there are certain videos and and websites and stuff that are just like shut down but are they're they're on the internet but they're like dead links do you know what i mean to people's pages to certain videos a certain content that you could see in the past but now you can't see so that's just another kind of driving factor to the whole dead side of it um but what do we think about uh the whole influencer stuff because obviously we have talked about before like how china for example is uh doing like influencer trainings with people and getting people to become influencers on the internet and i think actually i think ryan from the world's most dangerous podcast on one of his episodes i forget get which one it was but he had talked about how influencers are being um you know paid to like buy Pfizer I think don't quote me buy Pfizer to really push like vaccines and stuff like I think that's another part of the dead Didn't internet the Biden administration have a big zoom meeting with a lot of top influencers to get them to push the jab or something and also to push the Ukrainian narrative that was recent and they fucking right. and they fucking paid them to do it right and I think yeah. like I think Ryan talked about this. I'm not 100% sure. I, I'm, my memory is drawing a blank, but it was like a th- they pay a, a influencers like a thousand bucks or something to like push the vaccine. It's probably it's probably more than that, but yeah. But like, think about if you have like some kind of low grade influencer, right? That's like not really doesn't have a lot of followers. Not isn't doing too well, but it's like doing okay. Maybe has like. 10,000, 20,000 followers. Oh, you know what and they And they're were? like, hey, here's $1,000. They were TikTokers. TikTokers. Okay. Influencers, in my opinion. But here, here's $1,000 to a couple videos about how important the vaccine is. Like, someone would take that instantly. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, instantly. a fucking a sellout would. Yeah. Right. And, and then, yeah, so they get these influencers. So... Uh, and why? And while we're on that subject, right? The other thing I was going to talk about when we were talking about the whole Twitter thing was there was this uh, female influencer. She's actually a Instagram or Twitter model, uh, and she's got the goods. Let, let's call it what it is. She's big booty. She's got the goods, man. She's she's a large breasticles. She's, she's a good looking girl. Uh, but anyways, she had done a post showing this picture, and she says. Look at this bitch. She's she's so brazen. She's using my body and she photoshopped her face onto it. So I'm like, okay, I got to look into this. So I'm looking into it and I messaged her back. I said, that's a bot. That yeah. account is not real. Because if you go into their account and you look at their media links and their photos and stuff, it's 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 clearly this is not a real fucking person. Right. This 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 is a this is somebody that made this person up. And because you know influences when they get to a certain level, uh, and I think that the starting level is a thousand followers to say on Instagram. I don't know what it is on Twitter, but it's a thousand followers on Instagram. You can start making money with your page, right? So who's to say some dude with some serious computer skills could be sitting in his fucking mom's basement, making fucking up, all, hacking it up, making up all these influencer yeah. accounts and maybe uh, like stealing pictures from this influencer and putting this other person's head on it. Or just some chick, because uh, we're going to get into deep fakes, right? So so like there's some deep fakes face and put that on there. Now all of a sudden, 
this chick's got you know fifty thousand followers and it's a fucking robot. It's not even a real person, right. and it's not even a robot. It's just a Photoshop chick, right? Because I notice there's no videos on this chick's account. Like a lot of chicks, they'll do lives or reels, say on Instagram or yeah. or in TikToks, right? Uh, no, these are just stills. These are just stills of this lady. And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, first off, first off, this face on this woman, it's too perfect to be real. Cannot be real. And, and I know that they use a lot of uh, you know filters, filters and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. I get that. I get that. But. You know, when you start seeing this this one chick who's an actual person complaining that some other influencer is using pictures that she stole from her page of her body, and and she was right, it was some from a post that she had like four years ago. You know what I mean? So it's off the radar, and this in this person's face on it. I mean, really think about that. If somebody thought of that, that's a good money making scam right there. Yeah. So hey, look, I know these I know these two models. Um, from my personal life from back in the day, uh, one's New York city. Uh, one is in Las Vegas. Um, you know, they're not like crazy top of the line models, but they model. That's part of their income. That's part of their bread and butter. They take it seriously, you know, and both of them, I talked to both of them too. Um, both had their accounts being exactly what you're talking about. Where, cloned, cloned, where yeah. someone or something or AI or a bot goes on and steals their pictures and creates an account and then puts stuff on there like uh, make the fake account and then they're like, oh, kink, in, into kink, or uh, oh, here's my like uh, explicit content. It's my like OnlyFans, my link tree. Well, it's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem because like these people that aren't like huge, huge models, but they take it seriously. They put out a lot of content. And it's copyright. They do a lot of they do a lot of pictures, and they make some money and income off of this stuff. And now you see like a fake account, and that's like taking away from what they're actually making, possibly, and and, and harming their their financial income. It's crazy. Yeah, and that all goes back to, and you wonder if a lot of this comes out of China because you you started to bring up where... And Israel. China, Israel. Okay, we're going to get into the Israel element, which you know way more about than I do, but it's an interesting subject. Yeah. Uh, But uh, what I call click farms. Now, now click farms were designed initially to work with the whole bot system to make money for the ad management companies, right? So we know that. But do you remember seeing the videos on Instagram or maybe they originated on TikTok? Because a lot of these, uh, like I share uh, videos from TikTok onto Instagram. Uh, it's a known thing. Everybody does it. But it, show, it showed this uh, picture of all these Chinese, Asian, I'm assuming they were Chinese, all lined up and they're all just done up to the nines. And they're all in like this... Uh, room where there's like a hundred of them and they all got the little ring the little ring that you that like we actually have in the studio here the light ring the light ring they have that and they're all talking they're just talking and you know and they're putting out their content and they're they're doing it like there's hundreds of them just in this one room right so what they're doing of course you know that they're probably going along the party line the ccp party line chinese communist party and they're probably just putting out the propaganda 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 right so 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 this is one aspect of it where where these are not real influences they're not real well they are real people but they're getting paid to set an agenda they're controlled they're controlled and this is i feel a lot of influencers out there even in the united states this is what they're doing 
I listen, I'm not taking anything away from any influence or anything. Like Buckley says, you, that's a side hustle for a lot of people. It's their main income. And they do okay. If you're doing okay, that's fine. But let's just let's just make a comparison. I'm a 58-year-old guy that's got to carry in a few more pounds than he probably should be. And I put out some pretty funny shit on my pages. I got a little over 1,000 followers. You watch these influencers and here's something, and I'm not talking all, and I'm actually not picking on these because they have a unique way of getting their message out. But they'll go on, you'll, you'll go on their page and it shows they're just dancing and they're pointing to the little squares. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, what does uh, Joe Biden say about this? And then they point to the square, then the answers pop up or they'll come out and they'll be lip syncing something that somebody else said. Right. And just because they're pretty, people watch, and they're all done up. People watch, and you know it's a lot of, and it's all conservatives that do it too, which is the funny thing. And or 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 they'll just sit there and they'll 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 let the sound go in the background, and they'll just give you those weird looks like "I told you so" look, or or roll their eyes or whatever. And these fucking chicks, they get hundred thousand followers, half a million followers. They're not even being original. These are not their quotes. These are not, this is not information that they, that they are presenting and, and look at the followers that they get. I mean, I mean, a lot of them, I know you can go buy followers. I would never do that. That's fucking phony. That's fake. I wouldn't do that. But I mean, and I'm not taking anything away from these people that are doing this. Uh, but to me, I don't know. It's kind of cheesy. It's kind of cheesy. Like they don't even talk. It's kind of messed up. Yeah. But because I mean, I follow some conservative uh, influencers uh, because I like their message. Uh, that Crystal Teeny, she's one uh, very pretty, very pretty lady. I want to say she's in LA. And she comes up and she has her own critical thinking views. And she's a smart chick. I like 90% of the stuff that she says, I agree with. You know, I mean, there's an example of somebody that earned all her followers. Right. Well, I think earned all the followers. And then you got other people that come out. There's a couple of young girls that come out. Uh, they tell it like it is. And uh, they're not using the old. I'm just going to dance and make funny faces while the while the while the uh, the text is running behind me or whatever, you know. <laughs> but but I mean, I don't know. It's just the Internet is fucking fake. Yeah. Half the people out there are fake. Like when you go on Ron from New England page, like that's shit that I'm putting there myself. Yeah. Right. But, but I mean, these are, it's almost like these people are targeted to get certain messages out there and they must be making money doing it. Right. I mean, I mean, that's just, that's just one aspect of what I agree that, you know, the internet is fucking dead as we know it. And then what's the other thing that we're seeing on the internet all the time? Oh, okay. We touched on click farms. The click farms are the bots that go in and just start arguments with you. That's, that's what the click farms do. Like they got the bots that they, you say, Oh, Joe Biden's doing such a shitty job. And then they'll come out. Okay. You Trumpster or you this or that, or orange man, you know, whatever fucking stupid comment they come up with. Uh, these are just bots, right? But let's get into something else that really flips me out. Like, like, like again, Remember what they used to say when we were a kid? Never believe anything you hear. You got to see it with your own eyes. Right. Now, even anything that you see with your own eyes, you can't believe that either. Well, if it's internet based. So let's get on deep fakes. Buckley, go. Deep fakes. Oh, my God. I'm supposed to run this? Well, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I I feel like a good amount of people know what deep deep fakes are because we've talked about them before. But so basically, and we're seeing a lot of them with the Iraq, uh, excuse me, Ukraine stuff, right? So deep fake technology is essentially it. Well, I guess I've talked about this before, but the there's that classic TED talk that everybody sees. Not everyone, maybe. But this guy, he puts up like four different videos of Obama. And, uh, you know, essentially he asks the crowd like, well, which one's the, the real one out of all these four videos? And it's Obama talking about something. And guess what? None of them are real. So basically, but it looks real. Real as anything you might see on your phone. Um, so basically, this deep fake technology essentially is algorithms uh, running, you know, facial structure, audio, uh, I don't know if structure is the right word, or compressions, uh, to combine them together to replicate uh, something that is completely CGI, but is only based off of audio tracks, pictures, and video. So, I mean, just take a second and think about how how easily that could be used to influence or to spread propaganda or to create something that isn't real but get a lot of people to believe it's real when everyone is so focused on retaining information and knowledge and not looking into it and not looking into it uh, off of your phone. Um, and then there's also this other side of, I guess, deep fakes. Well, we talked about the influencer thing, you know, possibly influencers being paid or, or prompted or directed to talk about certain things and act certain ways to control narratives, but as well as, you know, possibly, well, the Ukraine stuff. I mean, a lot of that stuff has been debunked, I guess, or shown to be old videos or created videos or stuff that took place years ago or stuff that happened years ago, but it's being regenerated in a way that is um, manipulative and controls your perception of reality and what's going on. And as Ron like to say, as Ron said, like you you need to see things for your own eyes to actually believe it, right? I think that's that couldn't be more important in a time like now when everything's so based off of this structure of media through social medias and the internet. Like you see a Black Lives Matter riot happening in LA or whichever city is it happening for you in reality outside your home, outside your house? When you- Which is a perfect example of we talked about this before. Do we really know this shit's going on? Right. And I mean, imagine if that could just be created and put out there. And then how that could get you to react emotionally or get you to react when you're talking to somebody or taking a stance on something. And like this goes to say, go back... Like, think about in the very early beginning of the pandemic or even before lockdowns when you see all those people getting locked in their houses in China and getting and falling over. Like, where did you see that stuff? You didn't experience it in real life, right? 
You saw it on your phone. You saw it on the 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 media, the news. Like this is stuff. And what you're gonna say? There was somebody. There was a Chinese guy walking down the streets of whatever, some town, some city, and he falls over, and that's COVID. And there was a guy standing there with a camera and an iPhone ready to ready to fucking shoot it to capture that moment as well as all this stuff in Ukraine, you know? You see all the war stuff going on and all everyone's running around, missiles are being shot, bullets are being shot and all this all this different content coming out and each one of them there's per, uh, somebody there Perfectly with a camera, an iPhone, calm, not freaking out in a war zone, capturing the moment. What the fuck? And now you see, again, coming out of China, more COVID content, mass lockdowns. People aren't allowed to leave their house. People are being tackled in the streets. Cats and dogs are being thrown in bags. Oh, my God. Uh, All this different stuff. Like... I know I get it. It's it's pulling at your heartstrings and it's making you feel emotional and like you're looking at a situation and you're being like this is horrific, this is terrible. But how do you know it's not a deep fake? How do you know it's not AI generated content? We don't know any of that. You're not experiencing, at least for me and at least for probably a lot of Americans, you're not experiencing it in your daily life, in your daily reality. So is that reality what you're seeing on your phone that we know is heavily controlled and manipulated and algorithms and bots and media is controlled by basically at the top by the same people through Blackguard and Vanguard? So how do you know? Is that reality or is that your perception of reality? And is your reality what you actually, when you step out your door... And you interact or you engage in your daily life. Remember we talked about that before. You hear all this murder and mayhem on the news when COVID was running deep. And it's like, well, if you look out your door, it looks the same. Everything looks the same. World's burning. World's burning. World's world's burning. burning. Fear, fear. Get inside. Get back inside. Look out your window and there's birds. Yeah. Sky's blue. Hey, whatever. Like what you said, what did we see in the beginning of COVID? People dropping dead in the street, like vomiting and bleeding from their eyeballs. Uh, (laughs) People welding in apartment buildings. Now, what's, right. the, now, what's the latest thing? The whole city of Shanghai. Screaming. Which, which is, I want to say, the biggest industrial. No, well, it's not industrial, but it's the biggest port city or probably the richest city in China, Shanghai. How the fuck are you going to lock down a whole city that's bigger than New York? Or roughly maybe the same right. size in New York? And then what do we hear? We're hearing the videos of people screaming, help me, help me. I need. And listen, I'm not saying this isn't going on, but... I think we have to question it, and, oh, and, yeah. then, and then and then you see then you see all the videos like the one story where this guy, uh, some health guy from from the government in China, is taking a fucking shovel to somebody's corgi, beca- and killing it because you know their owners tested positive, uh, and then you see all the bags where they went and rounded up all the people and put them in COVID camps, and they got all their cats in these big bags. It's horrific to look at. It's horrific, especially to me, a big animal lover, to see that and not elicit some type of rage. Be angry at China. Is this fucking designed to do that? Yes. Because I think in America, we did not see people dropping dead in the streets. Right. 
We didn't see health people taking shovels to our pets. Our pets. Right. You know, I mean, I mean, this. I mean, we don't know if this is real. Any more than we know that was going on in Ukraine is is real, a hundred percent, right? I mean, we've seen some questionable videos come out of there too. I mean, it's just there's just I have like I question everything. You have. To. I literally question everything. You have to because just like Buckley says, you look out your window, looks normal. I look out my window here at the haunted garage. I see people driving up and down the road. I see cars in my yard. I get down to the local store to maybe get a coffee or something. Uh, it's all normal. Everything's normal. I, I just but your I just, phone it, is telling you otherwise. Our little black mirrors. Your TV is telling you otherwise. Our little black mirrors, which is anything with a screen, right? Right. And yeah. who's to say in China, they're not producing the opposite content for other countries in China, like the world's burning in Canada or the world's burning in. The U.S. Well, that's a, isn't there and some big fires in Canada? Is it Canada now or Arizona? Oh, I know I Arizona. Know. I was just using it as an example. Yeah. What if they're doing propaganda the exact opposite way from like what showing, we're seeing? Like showing Chinese people that like like we're dropping dead in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. That's, no, it's crazy. So who knows? Yeah, I don't know. It's totally fucked up. Like, I just, you got to really kind of question your reality. Everybody should be questioning their reality right now. Right. Uh, and you got to stay positive. You got to stay positive on this shit. Like, like, like I'm not going to say we're almost out of this because I think we, we've, it's going to get worse before it gets better. I, I mean, I think we're going to see, you know, problems at the grocery store. I think we're going to see problems with fuel. I think we're going to see a lot of problems. I just, you know, kind of urge everybody to just do a, do a little preparing for yourself just to, just to, just to be careful, make sure you can take care of your own on that and get through this. But right now, you know, we keep hearing on the news it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I know at our local gas station, price of gas went down 20 cents recently. I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty big jump. And we have the state of New Hampshire has not uh, gotten rid of the gas tax, the temporary gas tax. They haven't done that. So uh, so anyways, uh, I don't know. I don't, we go shopping, it costs more money to buy food, yeah, but I'm not seeing any shortage of anything in the store. Right. Yeah, so so I guess uh, it just costs more. It just costs more. Uh, chicken that used to be, uh, you know, two bucks a pound is now eight, uh, seven bucks a pound or six bucks a pound. Yeah. And forget about buying fucking chicken wings. But but anyway, so I just buy the thighs instead and I make them like chicken wings. But anyways, yeah, so question your reality for sure. Uh, be aware, don't get into arguments with people on fucking Twitter. Or Instagram or anything <laughs> like that, uh, unless it's somebody you know personally. And I've got plenty of friends that I argue with, yeah, like like friends that have been friends a long time that just have a different view. And I just basically tell them, listen, you know this is my view. You followed my page. If you don't like it, get the fuck off. Get out. If you don't like it, you know what I mean. If you're gonna be that butthurt about something, oh yeah, yeah. Like there, there really isn't a point, do you know, to being if something you see on social media or something like that. There's really no point to be that upset. Because, like, don't you have anything better to do? That's yep. what I'm saying. It's like, if somebody, like a Ron Ron's page, if Ron says something and you don't like it, and you re it's really, like, uh, uh, you know, messing up your day or putting you in a bad mood or, or anybody in that matter says something on social media that's doing the same thing, like, don't you have something better to do? It's really not that important. Right. It's not in the grand scheme of things. It's not that important. Go read a book. Go take a walk. Go fucking uh, get outside. Go outside. Go practice your instrument. 
whatever. Go exercise. Don't get that upset about stuff on social media because half of it's not real and the other half is just a bunch of bullshit. And the other half, I said three halves. 50, 50, let's split it three ways. 50, 50, 50. 50, 50. 50. The <laughs> other half is just, it's not reality. So why the fuck do you really care that much? But go out there, people. Just uh, do a search. Uh, and another thing I want to get into. Remember how we always used to push DuckDuckGo? Yeah. Now, now, of course, I don't know how true this is, but allegedly the CEO of DuckDuckGo said that they're going to be purging uh, some searches. Woof. And it's going to be a lot of pages they're purging, uh, which we know that they use the same clearinghouse, the Google clearinghouse. So come to find out, DuckDuckGo isn't really any better than Google. Yeah, it's just basically kind of Google. Yeah, it's, it's just more censorship. Like, like they corral you over there, right, uh, to think that you can safely search. You're going to get different search results. And for a long time, that was actually the truth. But I think DuckDuckGo took a payout from the old Google boys and decided that they were going to play along with the narrative. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, like we said before, go check out Brave. Uh, download Brave. Check out the Brave browser. Uh, when we get the new computer up, that's what we're going to be using. Uh, we're going to be, again, once we get set up, which we, every day we're getting closer. Uh, because you guys got to remember, like I have a regular job, like I have to work. You do? Yeah. And, and I just kind of try to sneak up here once in a while to that try to sucks. get some of this shit done. Uh, and especially this time of year, because everything's just kind of ramping up, but I also but, have a job, so. but yeah. And Buckley's got a full-time job too. He works long days. So, uh, so we try to find time, but anyways, uh, before you download brave, go and check it out, do your own research. Uh, but, uh, but I think DuckDuckGo uh, went to the dark side. So, so bye bye. Welcome to the dark side. DuckDuckGo. Uh, we will also be uh, changing over to Proton email, which is an encrypted email. Uh, so uh, we'll give everybody plenty of notice on that. Uh, okay, as far as notices go, any of my listeners, Buckley's listeners out there listening to the Wicked Planet, if you do not belong to Telegram, which again is just another echo chamber, but right now it's pretty much censorship free until Microsoft or Google or Musk or well, the not duck Musk, people, but, but anybody else decides that they're going to buy it. Now, I understand Telegram's fucking based out of Russia. I don't know how true that is, but so far, so good. Uh, with the help of uh, Mark, uh, we got a uh, uh, wicked, wicked planet podcast announcement page where we're going to go in and tell you nice. what's happening mark you sexy beast and uh and just you know any new announcements show notes uh things like that but uh but i but we started a wicked planet podcast chat page i may or may not be on and there. right now it's <laughs> public so i am inviting anybody out there that's a listener you're a fan of the show you support the show we super appreciate that Come and join us on the Telegram chat. Even if you hate us. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, I actually Get after it. Uh, on my Instagram pages, I actually put a link to the chat page. Uh, I will do it in the show notes again for this episode. And I will put it out again. I'll probably put it out a couple of times a week to try to drive some traffic over there. Uh, it's only been up for a couple of days and we got 57 members already and a lot of people interacting. Uh, so it's kind of cool. Uh, my buddy Henry, a uh, good buddy of mine, big fan of the show. He's uh, He's helping me out with the page too. He's getting a lot of people put over there henry you animal and uh thank you henry i know you're listening for bringing me coffee this morning you're a good buddy you're my buddy and so we have this thing he's my he's my fuck yeah bro 
So, He's your so, fuck so, buddy, bro. No, what? No. So we have this saying, "Hey, you want to come over? Fuck yeah!" Oh, fuck yeah! Yeah. So, uh, so fuck yeah, bud. Yeah, or fuck yeah, bro. So, so he's been my fuck yeah, bro, for quite a while. So when I sounds so, a little queer. So when but, he texts me, <clears throat> well, it's not, that's but, fine. But when he texts me a question, I just <laughs> I just text back in capital letters F Y B, and that means fuck yeah, bro. So, anyways, um, uh, brought me coffee this morning. Ryan, so, your th- nipples so, hard right now. Uh, they look a little hard. I think you're looking at my pen. Ah, my pocket protector. I thought you were excited. So anyways, you uh, looked excited. Uh, so anyway, thank you everybody that uh, joined the uh, Wicked Planet podcast chat page on Telegram. Uh, tell your friends about it. Get in on a conversation. I got it set up so do everybody it, can interact with it, each other. Do it. Uh, it's there. We're going to announce new shows. We're going to post the new show links. We're going to. Uh, we're also. Uh, our friend Helen, Helen of Troy, as she's known. Uh, Helen, you fox. Yeah, uh, she's a awesome, Gah! awesome chick. Super smart. She's over there in the United Kingdom. She's actually working on a Discord server for the Wicked Planet right now. Helen, drink a cup of tea for me, please. With a little bit of vodka in it. A little bit of Jack. But anyways, uh, so anyway, so thank you everybody that's really been helping us out with the show. And yeah, greatly to, appreciate and it. And trying to get me a little bit more up to speed with these other social media sites, which, you know, I was always Instagram, Instagram. But we have to venture out into the world a little bit. We got to open we? up the door. Yeah, we do. I just want to sit on my couch in a Snuggie and watch Friends repeatedly over and well, over I while I drink wine. can't say I disagree <laughs> other than uh, the Snuggie part's okay. Uh, the TV part's okay. The couch part's okay. What about the wine? I'm not a big wine drinker, but I wouldn't turn down a glass of red wine. I like a good red wine. And uh, and trust me, I know nothing about wine. Uh, I know if it tastes good or I know if it's shit. Uh, and uh, I hang out with Opie. Opie sits on my lap and we watch uh, YouTube videos. So so anyways, everybody out there, go on uh, go on YouTube. Check out Dead Internet Theory. Uh, just check it out. Check it out. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of debunking of it and this and that. But I mean, it's an interesting subject. Go and check it out. Check out the deep fakes and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Come join us on the Telegram page. Come follow me on Instagram at Ron from New England and the Wicked Planet Podcast. Come check it out. I usually don't, post don't some, do it. I usually post some pretty cool shit on there. It's not worth it. Uh, it what was the other thing we had going on? Uh, oh, oh, thank you for everybody that's been uh, sending money to the tip job. Oh, tips. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got two consistent ones. We got Alex and we got Ricky. Uh, they pretty much send us a little something every week when the new episode comes out. Really appreciate it, guys. Uh, because, sexy men. I think we're right at the point where I'm going to be able to cover the first month's payment on the new equipment. So You're the sexiest so, men so that we th- know. And I mean, they're not the only ones, but I mean, these guys are consistent. So I, yes. I appreciate, like I said, 50 cents, dollar, whatever. I We appreciate everything. You know, thank everybody for your support. Show's been doing really good. Announcement. Hopefully, I, I don't usually like to do announcements like this, but Uh-oh. I think it's pretty locked in. Uh-oh. Next week, we will be joined by... Yes. We will be joined by Evan, the New Hampshire Sasquatch research dude. Uh-oh. Knows his shit. He's been busy. Everybody knows Sasquatch, Uh-oh. Bigfoot. Big subject for uh, Ron from New England. I love that subject. We're going to get away from this other stuff just for an episode. We're going to bring the Sasquatch or guy two. on. Yeah, or maybe two. We're going to bring him on. Uh, we're going to talk uh, about what he's found since the last time he was on the show. Uh, the first time he was on the show was a good show. We had a lot of uh, a lot of good feedback from that. So be looking forward to that. On the Telegram chat, I asked everybody, what do you guys want us to cover? Do you got something we want you want us to cover? We got a few suggestions. Let us know. We got a few suggestions tonight Please. so far. Uh, we didn't have time to touch on it tonight, but we will revisit it. Uh, but right. anyways... 
Be looking forward to that. I'm getting ready for Buckley, signing up Buckley, a world tour. He's going to be branching out on his own. He's going to be visiting on some other uh, friends of the show's pages. God help us all. Podcast. Yeah, he's going to have a good time. So be God looking forward to that all. as well. We will be putting that in, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get that info out to you so you can go listen to Buckley on his own. <laughs> so anyways, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, everybody have a good weekend. Uh, hold on. Oh, go ahead. Buckley's last words. We didn't get into Israel. And we didn't have time. No, so I'm not going to get into it. We'll touch on that next time. Yeah, we'll hit it next time. Cyber stuff well, we important. Won't, we won't hit it next week because next week is Sasquatch Not next week. week, but eventually. Next week's all about the Bigfoot. And I could do a little more uh, looking into it as well because there's yeah. a lot. Um, yeah. But did you see the video? Could have been a deep fake. The protest outside Disney World. No. <laughs> Was your mom there? No, they were protesting Disney World. Buckley's mom is like mental for Disney World. And they put up signs that said pedo above world. Oh, boy. So it said pedo world. (laughs) (laughs) Funny, funny. But that's all. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, Last thing is just, uh, you know, fucking what you see on your phone isn't reality. But it can alter your perception of reality. And your perception is everything. So get the fuck off your phone. Get the fuck off TV. Except if you're listening to the Wicked Planet on your podcast. Except if you're (laughs) engaging in the Wicked Planet content. But that it's not reality. It's just not. So go outside. Go be with people. Go be with friends, family. Go do activities that you like. Go be creative. Go to things that bring out aggression and rage in you. Get it out of you. you out mean, of you is yeah. what I meant. <laughs> Go have make some you fun. aggressive. I'm out on the hiking trail. Fuck you. Fuck you. you fuck. Get out of my way on my trail. I'm going to sit Perce- my dog on you. Ah. Perception is everything. Have a good night. Pack a lunch. Grab the kids. Grab the girlfriend, the wife. Grab the dog. Get grab out a, there. Grab an ounce of weed. Get. I mean. Or. Yeah. It wasn't. Crack. I mean. Not crack. Uh. Get out in the woods, enjoy it. Go do your spring hike before the black flies come out. Because when they come out in New England, you do not want to be outside after 5 o'clock at night. You're fucked, kid. When, once the sun goes down, you're fucked. You're dead, yeah. Okay, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, again, thank you for the support. You got any questions for us? Hit us up on the Telegram chat. Or do it old-fashioned style. Email us at thewickedplanetpodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's it. I think we're going to get out of here. We're going to call it. Everybody have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Ron from New England signing off. Buckley out.